Welcome back to Your Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. This is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or sell real estate with Barb Schlinker, the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Now, Barb, most home sellers have a great deal of love for their properties, and sometimes that translates into an unrealistic belief resulting in mistakes that could cost them thousands of dollars by not selling their home or not selling it at the right time or price. What are the top five seller mistakes that can cause a home not to sell or to sell for far less than what the homeowner expected? Well, it, the whole pricing thing is kind of a interesting mystery to most people only because you know, the, the big question is who decides what a home is worth? Um, you can't really rely on Zillow. That's not always 100% correct. You can't necessarily rely on averages. And right now in this market, you can't even rely on historic sales, although that will help you. Um, every home is different. Like yesterday, I sat down with the seller and we were looking at the inside of similar homes and the size and the square footage and the finishes. There's a lot of detail involved with that. And the seller has to make the best decision in order to command the most money, but you don't necessarily want to underprice it, but you don't want to overprice it either because uh, buyers will reject it summarily online because they're seeing better homes that they can get in their price range. At the end of the day, the market decides what your home is going to sell for. But I can help the market decide to get you the most money based on promotion and really positioning the home to command top dollar. And, you know, there's there's so many things about the home really that are important to think about. A lot of people have a lot of emotion tied to their own homes. It's where they rest. It's where they retreat. It's where all their stuff is. It's uh, where they have fun. You know, um, it, there is a lot of good things about a home. I would say a car, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, Richard, a car doesn't have the, the depth of an emotional con connection like a house would. Do you agree? I would have to agree with that. I mean, I think there is that emotional connection. But if you think about it, in a 20 or 30 year period, you're liable to go through several cars, whereas you're right. still in that home for that entire period. Most people are, yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of memories that take place. There's a lot to it. But so you have to, when you get, when you get ready to put your home on the market, you kind of have to peel away the emotion for a while and just look at it objectively. And the best way to do that is just take your camera on, in every room and take a picture of it and blow it up on a bigger screen, be it your iPad or a computer and just take a hard look and just say, well, if I was a buyer, would I buy that home? Because even though the, the bones of the home don't change, buyers absolutely will reject a home based on the stuff that's in there, which to me is a little bit crazy. But there's some people that can't see past the stuff when they're looking at pictures online. That's why we bring in a, a staging consult for our listings to make sure everybody has you know to make sure we get an objective pair of eyes looking at it they can say all right maybe you need to pack this away move this over here and all that and i was kind of joking with my stager last week because she went into a house and they're doing some improvements and the wife is like okay we're spending enough money and the husband's like no i got to do everything on her list oh, wow. <laughs> and 
it was it was interesting and I was talking to her about it. She goes, Yeah, it's okay. I'm used to being the bad guy. It's fine. I can take it. <laughs> but it's it, she's not doing it for the purpose of um, criticizing your home or anything like that. She's trying to make it look almost model-like, which most people don't live like that, in order for the buyer to fall in love with your home and visualize themselves there. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to take down every single family picture or everything about your life. I don't, I don't agree with that. But I do think that some depersonalization, if it's overwhelming, should be done. Like some people cover an entire wall with their life story, which is cute. But the problem is when the buyer's looking at the home, they get focused in on the story and not the house. You want them focused on the house. And yes, it's light and airy and easy and I can drop my stuff and move right in. So um, my name is Barb Schlinker. I'm the broker owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. I've been here in this market since the 1990s. I bought, helped people buy and sell a whole lot of homes. And um, so if you are thinking of making a move, that's one of our areas of expertise. We sit down with home sellers and really give them a good idea of what their home will sell for. We'll take a look at their home, give them tips on what to do, what not to do to get their house ready for sale. We even have a, a document, it's called the General Staging Notes, that will give you kind of a, an uncustomized checklist room by room. Some examples of those are uh, in the kitchen. So it, to me, it's always a battle to clear off the counters in the kitchen. Is that true for, for you, Richard? Oh, my gosh. When you talk about clutter, uh, yeah, that's one of the dumping zones. You come into the house and boom, ends up in the kitchen. Oh, on the kitchen counter, right? Yep. And it's just some weird stuff ends up there. So um, for photo day, you want to make sure the kitchen counter has everything off of it. Take the dish towel off of the stove handle, please. That'll make me happy because I don't like the way it looks in a photo. Um, you can leave the coffee pot or even heavy appliances if it doesn't look too like the countertop ovens, if it doesn't look too cluttered. But if it does, take it down for the photo because they're looking at the space, not at the at your stuff. And sometimes having too much stuff is just too much information. I mean, the buyers are making a decision on their little smartphone whether or not they're gonna even bother to come look at your home. So you don't wanna be eliminated in that step. And that's why we give that consult. So let's talk about some of the five mistakes. The first one is failure to make important improvements. Um, and you know, the home should not look the same as the way you live in it. That's just kind of normal. Everybody knows there's preparation to it. And um, some of the things that our people fail to do are like if the carpet is showing signs of wear, like uh, if it's been 10 years and you can see track marks of where people normally walk within that space, it's probably time to freshen it up because it's gonna jump out at the buyers in the pictures and in person, especially if you market the home empty, which is not ideal in my view. All right, the other thing you should consider are some realistic upgrades. So that doesn't necessarily mean you have to do a full-on remodel. I just had a client that took down the border. Um, they were an 80s house, so in the two of the bathrooms, they replaced the vanities with something, a nice, fresher look. Not They didn't redo the cabinets. It was just simple, new flooring, new vanity, new light fixture, and then the in one bathroom, the, the 
tub surround. That's it. Um, and it looked amazing. It was night and day. It went from dated to fresh and ready. So probably a little bit more money in that, but um, not a full-on crazy, crazy remodel, right? Um, some things that you can do that are very, very inexpensive. First of all, make sure you make those cosmetic improvements, which are things like tired flooring, uh, broken counters, broken doorbells, one of my pet peeves. Um, curb appeal is absolutely critical, so freshen up the mulch beds. You can do that at a relatively inexpensive price. Uh, the other thing that you can do, and I had these folks do it, which I thought was brilliant. They went down to Restore. You know that store, Richard? You heard of that? Yeah. yeah. They bought dome lights for $6 where the rim was a gold, a shiny gold color, which is out of style. And they went out, went down and bought a can of Rust-Oleum, you know, covered up the dome part of it, sprayed the edge, put it up. It looks amazing. And they probably spent $6.50 to update the light fixtures. Um, another seller mistake, of course, is waiting to make the improvements. You know, having the problem they had was they had feedback after feedback of it needs too much updating, but nobody would specifically say what. So obviously it was the whole package. I could see that. I, could, I went in the house and said, look, the carpet jumps out at me. Um, but they went further and, and did a couple of more things. And boom, right, as soon as we fixed those things, we got an offer, a good offer. Another mistake, which is really on the agent, is bad images. They really do matter. You don't have to show every nook and cranny. I like to show my seller clients this, these pictures I pulled from the listing service, which went all over the world, of a closet for a $600,000 home full of these big black trash bags full of stuff. I mean, that is enough, and I had a buyer tell me this, that's enough for me not to, to just pass on that house. But you didn't need the picture. I think they were trying to show that it had a big closet, but you don't show it with the big black trash bags in there. Anyway, um, you would think that would make sense, but it didn't make sense to the buyers. And it sat on the market during the hottest time that we've seen probably in our lifetime. Another mistake is doing this on your own. Um, I'm not saying that people can't sell a home on their own. They certainly can, but um, they, if they're not really familiar with real estate or our local laws, it could be, it could be a problem for them. So if you are thinking of making a move and you'd like to get an in-home consultation on what to do and what not to do, did you get your house ready for sale? Give us a call, 719-301-3900. I'm Barb Schlenker with Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And when we come back, we are gonna tackle some other mistakes that you can make when selling a home. Richard. Now, Barb, we're discussing the top mistakes that home sellers make when they're selling their homes. Most people want the most money, of course, and they want it in their time frame. What are some things that sellers can do to make sure that they reach their goals? And what about when they are face to face with those buyers? Give us some tips on how to deal with that. Well, as far as the timing of the sale, Richard, um, there are, people have different goals, right? And that's why we ask the question because you know, some agents just assume, like when they bring us offers, they assume, oh, the seller must want to close immediately, you know, but we got an offer last weekend on one of our listings and they suggested their offer had a, a sooner closing date and it made Mrs. Seller cry because she wanted to say goodbye to her friends and family. <laughs> she wanted more time. So you have to ask the question, 
to know what they want, right? And as long as we know what that is, we can communicate it to the agents that are bringing the offer and really put the deal together so everybody's happy. Um, another thing is, you know, is we can also, you know, advertise that, okay, the sellers want to deliver possession on this date. As far as what you should say and not say, if you are face-to-face -face with the buyer, I know that most agents tell their clients to leave the house for showings, but that's not always practical for everybody. And um, sometimes they just might be home for whatever reason, and that's fine. So if I'm a buyer's agent and I'm going in there in the seller's home, I will tell you what I'll do is I will strike up a conversation with the seller and try to get if I think the buyer is interested in the home, I would try to get as much information as possible to accommodate the transaction. Like maybe they're building a house in another state. Maybe they want to leave as soon as possible. I'll try to find out why they're selling. Um, the motivation for selling is supposed to be kept secret and agents should be telling their clients don't share that because you don't want to compromise your negotiations and say, oh, you know, um, I, I have to move. You know, I bought another house. It's going to be ready in 30 days. That kind of thing is an indication or a clue to the buyer that, hey, maybe I can get a discount because they got to sell in 30 days and they don't have any other offer. So just be careful what you say. Also, some people tend to expose all of its faults and that's not necessary. Um, you know, just, just answer their questions. Maybe not obvious things like, um, hey, I put in a uh, reverse osmosis thing for the water system, or you can talk about the benefits. This is why we love the home. Um, look, you can move the laundry upstairs, that kind of stuff. That's all good stuff that buyers would love to hear. So if you are thinking of making a move and you'd like to get an in-home consultation on what to do and what not to do to get your house ready for sale, give us a call at 719-301-3900. We'll sit down and show you all the buyers that we could present your home to, including our own buyers on our own website, buyers on Zillow, buyers on Realtor.com, our citywide buyer agent network, and share with you our guaranteed sale programs and worry-free move-up programs. Richard? You're listening to Your Real Estate Voice, and that voice is Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. If you're thinking of making a move, get in touch with Barb. You can call her at 719-301-3900 or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. We'll take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about what to fix up when you're selling a Colorado home. Stay tuned for that. 